There is nothing new, from Greek mythology to Shakespeare to every rom-com ever made. We're just reimagining the same 12 plots over and over again. So what makes people keep watching and listening? It's all about the character. Jeremy Renner. The inner story, though the same in essence for all, is always single and unique to each human being, never before lived and never to be repeated. Helen M. Luke. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee Esses. This is going to be a little bit of a different take on our episodes. Our debate today is whether there is a limited number of stories or an unlimited number of stories. And this matters more for your personal outlook and how you want to take it. I am arguing that there's a limited number of stories because I think if you constantly think it's an unlimited number of stories and you compare your work to other things and see that they're similar, it's just discouraging. Because all you look and see is, well, it has the same basic plot as this other show over here or this other book over here, and I need to make it more unique. I think it was C.S. Lewis that said, if you're worried about being unique, you're not going to be unique. But there are as many problems out there as there are stories. A story is, by definition, a problem and its solution. Just because they have similar structures does not mean it's the same story. You cannot tell me that Harry Potter, Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings are the same story. But they have the same story. It's not a it's story. It's the hero's it's, journey. It's a structure, but the problem that needs to be solved is different in each one. The bad guy has to be conquered. The villain base has to be destroyed. A piece of jewelry needs to be melted. These are different types of problems that need to be solved. But are they, though? Because you also had some jewelry that needed to get destroyed in Harry Potter. little different. Different stories. Same structure. So that really is the difference. Yes, I will concede that there are many, many ways to tell a story within the same structure. So it depends on how closely or how wide of a broad look you want to have at these different stories. But in my opinion, if you're feeling like your story is too similar to something else, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with writing a story that has a similar structure to something you already know, because probably that author took it from someone else before. Because again, from Greek shows to Shakespeare to rom-coms, we have the same plots. I would argue that you're limiting human imagination by saying it must be a rags to riches story or else it doesn't count. It still counts as a story, but likely it fits in a set of already defined plot structures. But why must it? It doesn't have to. It just usually does. Usually. Give me an example of one that does not fit in one of Christopher Booker's seven basic plots. That is a good example of a story because it actually has a plot. So seven is the number you're going with? Uh, Well, there's debate. There's seven or nine. Or 12 in your Renner quote. Yeah, but... Or I've heard three before. The person who actually went about studying and saying, yes, these are the basic plot structures, 
had seven with an additional two, which makes nine. The two are like bonus plots. So comedy is a plot for you. Look at Shakespeare's comedies. They all had the same kind of plot. Which is literally nothing, by the way. Most of his comedies have zero plot whatsoever. (laughs) And that's the point of the comedy, is that it's kind of a tragedy of errors where things just don't work right. Everything that everybody tries doesn't work right. And things happen the way they will on their own. Which, if you look at modern comedies, tends to be what happens in them these days. One of the arguments that I've seen as far as plot structure is that it's man versus God, man versus nature, man versus man, man versus himself, man versus machine. All of these different types, you're just naming the villain. (laughs) Those aren't plot structures. Those are conflicts that happen within a book. So no, you can't have a plot that is just man versus man. Yes, that's the basic idea of the whole book, but that's a really wide view of the whole book. You have Lord of the Rings, that's man versus man. Plus you have man versus self in Lord of the Rings and man versus gods in Lord of the Rings. You have all of these big things happening. Those things are the conflicts within a story, within a plot structure. But likely your conflict is going to fit into one of those, just like your plot fits into one of the seven to nine. All you're doing is naming types of villains in that. All you're doing is naming tropes. I am not convinced that overcoming the monster or rags to riches aren't just tropes, in which case you have an unlimited number of tropes as well. Again, give me a story, show me a book that does not fall into one of these categories, and then I might believe you. Yes, these are broad strokes on plots. But if your worry as a writer is that your structure is too similar, then remember this. So was the structure between Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and Star Wars. Yet there are huge fan bases of people that like all three just the same. Descent into Madness. That is a trope that could be its own plot structure that isn't one of these. Because it usually goes in with something else. Hamlet's kind of a descent into madness story. Perfect example. That's a tragedy, technically. It is a Shakespeare tragedy. Because we've given it that title, not because it actually is a tragedy. Unless you were really attached to his dad. More than just his dad die in that whole play. Ophelia. Everybody dies. Shocker. And that's what makes it a tragedy. That's an event that happens. That's not necessarily a plot structure. By the way, Lion King, another example of plots that are the same. (laughs) I'm not saying plots can't be reused. I'm saying it's not necessary to make sure your story fits into one of these categories. You don't have to pick one of these categories and say it fits. Absolutely don't do that. It might fit into a couple of them. But don't get discouraged because you look at it and say, oh, no, this is this plot structure that it shares with this other thing. Last five years is a great example of use of structure in order to tell the story. It's a musical, two players in it, a husband and wife, and his story starts at the beginning of their relationship and her story starts at the end and then they reverse. So by the end of the play he's breaking up with her and she's falling in love with him. Where does that fall? Is it a tragedy? Because the 
after the timeline's taken out of it, they're broken up. Maybe it could be a rebirth, which it has kind of that circular type structure. Yeah, I would classify that one as a rebirth tragedy. It fits into both of those. So many stories fit into both of these. So how is this not proving my point that they all fit defined structures? Because you only have one structure to your plot. It matches everything. Every story ever told, it matches something. No, the word use is different. The actual details of the story are different. So there's an unlimited number of stories. But there's not an unlimited number of plots. Because those roles have been proven time and time again over ages of storytelling that this is what's needed to tell a compelling story. I feel like that's more cultural than necessity for story. That's probably true, but it still fits. See, I would say that your different kinds of characters define your plot. How your hero in your latest novel, Thea, how she would solve a problem is very different than how Cyan from my books, he would solve a problem. So even if the problems are the same, the story is going to be different. True, but it's still going to fit in a defined plot structure. Yeah, the defined plot structure here being problem and a solution. If you break it down that far, then yes, every single story in the world is the exact same because it is a problem and a solution. Definition of story. But outside of the definition, anything in there, anything goes. You can have as many stories out there as there are problems. Yes, but it still fits in already defined plot. So it would also fit in a genre of some kind. Yes. How many genre are there? There are a lot. There's a lot of subgenres. Each one has its own tropish plot structure. How many fantasies are not overcoming the monster? Most of them are quest. Maybe voyage in return that tends to be more sci-fi. But my point is you can cross-contaminate. You can have an endless amount of mixing this and that. Seemingly endless because it's not actually an infinite number of things. I beg to differ. (laughs) But you don't have to put your story in a box because Lee says so. I agree with that. I actually encourage you to not try to put your story into a box of a defined structure. But on the flip side of that, if you feel like it is naturally fitting into a box, don't worry about it. Let it. Don't worry about being unique because that's impossible. Tell the story however you tell it because that's how it's going to be unique. It'll be unique to you so long as you write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>